welcome to the Twinkle Trainee Teachers and ECTs podcast. My name's Simeon, I was a teacher for eight years, I worked as a maths lead and RE lead, but the absolute highlight of my career for me was getting to work with trainee teachers and help them begin their career on the right foot. Today's show is going to be all about something I don't have very much experience in, and that's supply teaching. So we've got a special guest today. We've got Mrs. J Primary from TikTok, aka Loena Jansen, and she's on today. She's going to be discussing supply teaching with us and giving us some tips. Now, just before we dive in, I'd like to remind everyone that we are looking for more guests for the show while Ashley's on maternity leave. So if you'd like to get in touch with us, I'll just give you our social media handles and you can get in touch with us through any of those platforms. So on Twitter, you can find us at Trainee Twinkle. On Facebook, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash twinkletrainyteachers on Pinterest we are pinterest.co.uk slash twinkletrainyteachers all one word on Instagram you can find us at twinkletrainyteachers all one word and on TikTok you can find us at twinkletrainyteachers we try to keep it consistent for you Okay, so I'd like to say welcome to Luana. Thank you so much for coming on. Would you mind telling us a bit about yourself? Sure. Um, thank you, Simeon. Thank you for inviting me on. It was um, a lovely surprise to be asked to come on to a podcast. This is my first ever podcast, so I'm quite excited about it. So thank you. So um, like Simeon said, I am a supply teacher. I qualified as a teacher in 2018. I did a PGCE after many years of being out of um, out of formal work and education, um, I raised my own family and then I decided, right, I'm going to be a teacher. I jumped, I, uh, first of all, actually, I did t- teaching assistant course and then decided that was just a stepping stone for me. I was ready to jump in and I did my PGCE at Bangor University. And then since then, um, so I qualified in 2018, I've been a supply teacher. Now, some people might wish to, might not wish to be a supply teacher, but I actually really wanted to be a supply teacher. After the PDCE, um, anyone will tell you it's a very intensive course. And doing that alongside being busy mum and family life, I thought, I'll just take a couple of years to do supply However, I really enjoy supply and um, the flexibility and freedom that it offers. So I'm still doing supply many years on. That said, I have a wealth of experience. I've done full time. I've worked through COVID full time. So I really do have um, a good supply knowledge. So yes, Simeon, do you have some questions or anything particular you would like to look at? Yeah, well, we've noticed because it's coming towards the end of the year now and a lot of people are thinking about full-time positions and jobs. And we've noticed that some people who haven't found full-time teaching positions yet are considering supply but feeling a bit hesitant about it. So I was wondering if you could give us your perspective. What are some of the benefits of starting your career as a supply teacher? Okay, the the first thing I'd like to say there is well done to any uh, PGCE or B.Ed students that have finished their course because 
Uh, I know from personal experience how grueling it is and uh, well done. If you've made it this far, you've done amazingly well. It's, there's a lot of um, a lot been going on politically as well with strikes and things. So it's been a time where perhaps morale's not been as high as it should be. However, to answer the question about supply, I understand the hesitancy because of course you want your own classroom and you want to get stuck in and get on with your induction. But um, I'll answer that question in more detail later about induction. But I personally loved supply as a new teacher. It was definitely nerve-wracking at first. Um, you know, you get that phone call in the morning and you've got to quickly get ready. Uh, there's things you can do to mitigate that, though. You can, you can have everything prepared, but see it as a chance to really broaden off your experience. Um, I think, I actually think every, every newly qualified teacher would benefit so much from just deciding to do a year of supply. You go into lots of schools, you um, see lots of practice, you see lots of different lesson plans, you see lots of classroom layouts, and you get the chance to teach lots of different age groups um, without the responsibility of doing all the planning yourself. You get the chance to meet lots of teachers and um, personally I found it very rewarding to do that for a year. I really felt like it uh, balanced out my practice overall and made me a much more experienced and capable teacher. So see it as an opportunity rather than a disappointment. Oh, that's lovely to hear. I, th I think one concern sometimes people have is behaviour management with supply, and we might get onto that later with tips, but um, what, what was your experience when you first started supply teaching with behaviour management? Okay, that um, that really depends on your school. I think my key um, my key tip is actually fake it till you make it. You've got to appear as confident and capable as a regular teacher. Also, as a player, you've got to remember you're not on your own. You've got to um, communicate to the children that you will be communicating with their regular class teacher. And also, if you are aware that behaviour might be an issue. You need to just figure out, is there someone I can call, perhaps a teacher next door? But then I think um, go in confidently and what I would do is set out my expectations from the outset. So I just say, look, we're going to have a good day here, but we will be doing this and you will be doing this just so their expectations are clear and they realise it's not a jolly for a day. There's some simple little things you can do. So with early years, have your own stickers. It's just a novelty to them to have something different. So that's a, it's a simple thing. It's... You know, it's an external motivation, which I know is not intrinsic, but still, it's something you need that's quick. Um, one tip I was given for a school that did have um, quite challenging behaviour, they sort of said, look, you can't go in with nothing. Here's some raffle tickets. If anyone does some great behaviour, then write their name on a raffle ticket. And then you might have, I was given in that instance, but just simple prizes like a pencil or a rubber. So at the end of the day, you can sort of build it up. It's just trying to keep things positive, but of course, following any behaviour procedures that they have in place already. Oh, that's really nice. So you're using the novelty of having someone different in the classroom as a positive thing. That's, that's really clever. Um, so can I ask, how, how would a, a trainee or an ECT go about getting started with supply teaching? Okay, um, that's a great question. I think that what you need to consider, first of all, is where you live. So um, depending on the county you live in will depend on whether you can go directly to the school, perhaps for your local authority, or you might need to go through an agency. Where I live, um, my, my county doesn't allow people to go through the school directly. You have to go through an agency. 
So what I would do there is I would look on local Facebook groups or even contact schools directly and say, what's your preferred agency? I would love to work in the school. You know, how can we do that? And then go to your agency and to be honest, they'll probably snap you up because at this time they're really keen to recruit new teachers. So I'd sign up to one or two agencies that are um, dominant in your area. If, you, if your county does um, offer the chance to go through the local authority, then you'll have to sign up the local authority. And that will be um, a process of just like the agency, you know, taking along your um, certificates and identification and everything like that. And there'll be an interview and that will allow you then to work directly with the school and the school will contact you directly once you're set up through the L.A. Brilliant. Is there anything or any things that teachers need to be aware of or look out for when they're starting supply teaching? Yeah, definitely. So once you've signed up with your agency or your local authority, um, understandably, you might be a bit nervous. So my tip for that would be preparation is the key to overcoming nerves. So just get a couple of outfits ready, your pencil case with some marker pens and things like that, different coloured biros, for um, adhering to different marking schemes, you pack lunch, you flask, things like that. Then I would say you're always going to be worried that planning's not left. Now, that's only happened to me a couple of times out of many, many times. So I would just have a couple of emergency lessons. Twinkle is good for this, but um, if you look at my TikTok page, I've got a few just super simple things that can be adapted to any year group. Um, I'm aware that some supply teachers take in a lot you, you won't use it. If, it. if it helps you to feel better, then do that. But really, I wouldn't. I just have a couple of lessons that are adapted. Another thing that I think is really good to prepare is just have a bit of an awareness, which you probably will have already done through your, uh, through your initial teacher training, is have an awareness of key schemes um, for phonics and maths, just so that, you know, if your school's using that, you're not having to quickly navigate a website for the first time. You know how to access the daily lessons yeah and then I would just say fake it till you make it with confidence on my first day on supply I was so nervous uh, before the children arrived I had to write the the date on the board several times because my hand was really shaking and, and the writing was wobbly but you have to just you have to slip into a bit of an acting role and just act a lot more confident than you feel and that should really help you set up on the right foot uh, yeah well a lot of teaching is acting really at the end of the day and I I felt the exact same way on my first day in the classroom with my class so I, I guess it's a universal experience so once someone's decided to undertake a, a supply role can supply teaching count towards your ECT induction period this is a question we get asked all the time and what are the rules with that okay this is such a good question and the short answer is yes but I need to go into more detail to give a, a proper response so I live in Wales and I work in Wales so in Wales we're actually a little bit more lucky we can complete our ECD, ECT induction through day-to-day -day supply. Now, the way you do this is you register with the EWC, the Educational Workforce Council, and you will be appointed an external verifier. Then um, using the system that they have in place, the PebblePad system, you can download, it's called an STS form, so short-term supply form, and you'll have your physical form um, that you can get then you can get people, you can get the head teacher to sign off all of your, um, your teaching days. You need a total of 380 sessions 
Uh, one session would be a morning or an afternoon. So that works out as 190 days of teaching to complete your um, ECT induction. You will also have an external verifier in place of a mentor. So um, the external verifier will contact you. We met a few times and um, they would just detail the process. They might give you a quick run through of the pedal pads um, and then they will visit you when you're on placement in school or even if it's a short term supply um, and they will observe you teaching to allow you to gain all the standards. It can be quite hard to meet all the teaching standards when on supply, but typically you won't just be doing day-to-day -day supply. Um, for instance, I had a quite early on in my induction, I had a seven-week um, sickness cover. Well, I had a couple of those actually, and they're really handy. You know where you are for seven weeks, so you can think, okay, this, is, this would be a great opportunity for my external verifier to observe me. Okay, so that's Wales. In England, it's a little bit different. So in England, you can work on your ECT induction as a supply. However, the key difference is in England, you need to be employed for a minimum term of a full term to be eligible for that. You can't do day-to-day -day supply and accrue those days like you can in Wales. Um, in England, they've sort of, they've decided uh, that your induction must be planned and structured in advance and they like the stable environment that a term's duration allows. So, yeah, that's a key difference. Oh, and I believe you'd also have to check that with the school because the head will need to contact the appropriate body to make sure your induction is, is registered. Yes, I'm sure that would be the case. There would be, I'm sure there'd be a, li a liaising uh, um, system in place with the school and then the appropriate body um, to make sure that everything's being done properly. And then you'd be appointed a mentor as well to help you through that whole process. And now this is another question we often get asked, and I, I know personally a lot of teachers um, whom this has happened to, uh, can supply teaching lead to a full-time teaching role? Yeah, I mean, it definitely can in the sense that you're building rapport with many different schools and then you yourself as a candidate can see what you like in schools and um, which schools you particularly feel are a good fit for you. However, of course, you are going to have to go through the same application and interview process as any other teacher. Um, I'm sure that's the case. Um, however, if you have an awareness of the school and you've got a good relationship with children, then that would really help you in your observation um, for your teaching post, so that would be good. So, yeah, I'm sure you'd still have to interview just like everybody else. So Yeah, and um, going in the opposite direction, do you think staying as a supply teacher might offer you some benefits, like, for example, a better work-life balance? Um, of course, everybody's situation is different, but in my experience, definitely. That's why I'm doing supply. As I've mentioned, I've worked full-time. Although I was a supply teacher, I was full-time with whole class responsibility, along with everything that comes with that, the reports and all, the, all of the planning and everything. Um, and so I, can, I have done that on supply. However, I compare that to just going in and doing a day's work. Um, it's very different. Yes, I really do appreciate the, the work-life balance I have because I do supply. However, there are pros and there are cons and you have to take the rough with the smooth. For instance, um, if you're on supply, especially if like me, you're through an agency, you can't access the teacher pension scheme. So, um, you know, I do have a pension with Nest, you know, a regular pension provider, but there are a few drawbacks. Of course, you don't get paid for sick pay or any day you're physically not there. However, 
if you have an interest or another hobby um, or another uh, sort of side hustle that you're working on, Supply allows you that. So um, I do really enjoy Supply and the flexibility and freedom it gives me. Oh, that's lovely to hear. Now, I left this one for quite near the end because I think this one might be kind of uh, highly anticipated. And I've actually I've actually got one one tip I can add to this, despite my lack of experience. But uh, what are your top tips for supply teaching? OK, um, I could talk for quite a while about this. But I would say, first of all, be friendly and positive and polite to all staff members. A top tip would be especially to the office staff because they are the ones that are going to ask for you back. They'll be in charge of booking. So be friendly to all. And um, also, I would say at, during your lunch break, pop into the staff room at least for a while and be chatty with people because it does create a very good impression. Um, I would also say strive to have good behaviour management, cultivate a good atmosphere in the class and make sure you're using the same um, actions you know, for instance, in you know, a very small example, it might be a sort of everyone hands, puts their hands up and that means that they stop. Try and do the same behaviour management procedures that is done throughout the school so you're just seen as a regular teacher and the children also have that consistency. Um, I'd also strive to deliver your lessons to the same standard as you'd expect the full-time teacher to. Sometimes supply teachers get a bad rap, but that's certainly not what I go for. And I, I've met many very good supply teachers that I'd be happy to teach my own children. I would also say have a backup plan. Sometimes when it's not your classroom, you might not be able to uh, manipulate the technology in the way that you should be able to, uh, or it might you might not have a login, you just can't find it or something like that. So always have something up your sleeve, a simple backup lesson that you could just quickly divert Use the same learning objective just to show that, you know, it's not a free-for-all lesson. We're still looking at the same learning objective, but we're going to we're going to we're going to achieve this in a different way than planned by doing this. You've got to be ready to improvise. Um, another tip that actually has impressed schools before is when I've turned up and they said, oh, it's PE. I said, oh, no problem. My trainers are in the car. And uh, one teacher said, oh, gosh, we've had so many supply teachers. And not many have that. So I'd say, put your trainers in the car, have a whistle or something like that, just so you are just ready to, to teach and to take on the, the teaching role for the day in a way that's to a high standard and that, um, that the children and staff you know, around you will be happy. And then you'll hopefully be asked for back, which is what you're trying to achieve is to be asked, asked back. That's a great tip. Do you think maybe wellies as well in case there's some forest school happening? Definitely, yes. I'm now having to drag around wellies as well because I'm in the foundation phase and forest school is a weekly thing. So yeah, wellies and trainers, definitely. And your own mug. And your own mug. Those are, those are brilliant tips. Do you know what? I worked at a school where people had to bring in their own tea bags for a while and they were really really pernickety about it so yeah, yeah that that might have, have some tea bags in the car oh I'll, I'll, I'll throw in my tip uh, you've kind of already uh, covered it when you said always have a backup ready we had a supply teacher who came to our school uh, it was a small county uh, small country primary i should say and everyone kind of knew everyone it was very casual so there wasn't always like a really strict scheme of work they could follow so i i asked her one day what she did when there wasn't planning and she said she had this whole backup day and it was a day all about dragons that she could do with pretty much any 
year group and just adjust the learning objectives. And she just had that in a box in her car. So if she turned up and there wasn't planning somewhere, she could just do that day. That's brilliant. Um, I would say basing something on a theme or in early years, you might have it or old years as well, have a story or something that you can think I could read this story. The children could act it out. They could do a retell and just, you know, have something quite simple. That teacher is excellent to have such a, a thorough plan for backup. But yes, I would also say have a, you know, have a book in your bag that you think I could squeeze a few lessons out of this quite easily. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on, Loena. It's It's been a real pleasure to have you here. And it's very nice to have a teacher from Wales on, actually. I think you might be our first uh, teacher based in Wales we've had on the show. Yeah. Now, um, just before we go, would you like to mention your TikTok handle again, just in case people would like to follow you? Thank you, Simeon. Um, I would I would love that. And if you do follow me, send me a message and say you found me through the Twinkle um, podcast. That would be so, so cool. So my TikTok handle is Mrs underscore J underscore primary. So yeah, there's some teaching tips on there as well as um, different resource ideas, just lots of different teaching related things. And also I do answer people's questions if they send me questions relating to supply work. That's brilliant. And if you have any questions for us or if you'd like to appear on the show, get in touch with us on any of the social media channels I mentioned earlier, especially Twitter. That's the the one I tend to manage the most. Um, Thank you for listening and good luck with the end of the year. Goodbye.